What can I learn from this? What is this experience teaching me about what I want more of and what I want less of? The discomfort for me starts to serve as an instrument for you to fine-tune your experience. So if I'm feeling a bit mad, is there anything I can do in this moment to help me to feel more comfort, more contentment, more joy? Sometimes joy feels a bit far-fetched if like you're in a really miserable situation, but it's what can I do to bring a bit more light into this situation? Hello and welcome back to Her Power the Podcast with me, your host, Zoe Fox. This is the podcast for women who are really just in the process of healing the pain of the past so that we can really begin to connect with our greatest possibilities. So I haven't done a podcast since the 24th of January and I feel really bad. I think this is the first time in the podcasting history where I've just gone AWOL without even letting anyone know. But it has been quite a start to the year. And it's been an interesting experiment for me, really, to just prioritise my health, myself and my sanity. So I had to put it on pause for a little bit because it just felt like there was a lot going on. So apologies for abandoning you. (laughs) And especially as we only just got live on YouTube as well. You know what? I think it was all the mission that it took to try and get it recorded in the first place (laughs) that just ended up burning me out. But here we are back and it does feel good to be back I can't lie I've missed it I have felt bad and thank you to everybody that um has hit me up in my dms just to check that all is well and asking when the next episode is coming back and I'm sorry I wasn't able to give you a more specific answer at the time but we have landed (laughs) and it's March halfway through March already where does the time go so a couple of things that have come up Well, I had my anniversary for my injury. And if you're new to the podcast, one of the big reasons that I'm doing what I'm doing now is because of the spinal cord injury that I had just at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. So I had my third year trauma anniversary, which also falls on my daughter's first birthday. So it's quite an intense time, really. For me, trauma anniversaries bring up a lot of stuff. You start thinking about you know, where you were before the trauma happened, what was happening in the lead up to the trauma, a lot of thoughts around what was happening during the trauma. And yeah, it just kicks up a lot of dust, really, I find. So I was doing a lot of processing this year. And my anniversary actually falls on the 29th of February, which is a leap year. So technically, I haven't had my first anniversary yet but this was my third so I spent quite a bit of time reflecting and what I really wanted for this year was for it to just symbolize kind of closing a bit of a door on that episode and really focusing on what I'm creating for my life now and what I want for the future so I've spent a lot of time doing that I've spent a lot of time working on my proposal for my book again if you're a regular listener you'll know that I've got a mentorship with Hay House so I've been spending a lot of time there yeah thinking about my message that I'm bringing forward and how I want to do that and who the message who the message is for and why I'm doing it so there's been a lot of 
emotional work going on, really, reflecting. And um, and I've just been really tired. I can't lie. I think a lot of people are feeling it. I know that energetically there's a lot of stuff going on. And if you follow astrology um, or whether you don't, there's some really significant events happening in the month of March, the month that we're in now. And a lot of the time we overlook the stuff that we don't see but it can have a real significant impact on how we're experiencing our day to day. And I do find that myself, with myself, I am quite finely tuned into the things that change out there in the unseen. So um, I've been feeling that. And I know, is it Pluto? Is coming out of the end of a 225 year transit. Like I'm not an astrologer. So if you're interested in this, then look, look it up for yourself. But this is just the sort of stuff that I absorb from the people that I listen to and learn from. And um, yeah, that's quite a significant end of a cycle. And that's all coming up in this month as well. So yeah, I've just been thinking about my life, the cycles and um, what it is that I'm trying to create going forward. So I'm wondering, how have you been over the last few weeks? How has your start of the year been? Was it what you expected? I think I kind of did classic me and like a greyhound out of the gates, all excited going for it. And this is one of the things that I'm, sh- I'm still kind of learning to live with and to adjust to is working around my disability. So I've still got all of the old ambitions, even more ambitions than I used to have. And I use up quite a lot of my energy in trying to move forward and explore emotions and undo patterns. And I do forget sometimes that it does have a little bit of an impact um, on my overall energy levels because of my disability. I just haven't been the same since... I had my spinal cord injury in terms of my energy the fatigue part of it has been a really difficult part for me to manage so I feel like I'm constantly trying to balance and that's why I came to a point where I was like you know what I need to just cancel everything for a bit I need the time to slow down go inward the little bit of energy that I do have I need to save for the people that need me the most right now. So like my daughter, (laughs) I need to make sure that I can function for her. So I really had to let go of any ideas of what I thought I wanted and just surrender to any control really and just be like, my body's talking to me. My eye was like twitching constantly which is usually a good sign for me that I do need to take things a little bit slowly for a bit so my body was giving out all these signs and I just had I've I've learned from experience now to not turn my back on my body when my body's trying to send me subtle signs because if you don't listen to the subtle signs the body tends to throw out bigger signs which yeah your mind what goes on in your head manifests in your body doesn't it and if you're not processing your thoughts and feelings and emotions and if you keep pushing and you're not going then the body is definitely going to let you know through a lowered immune system or other little things like I said you know the eye twitch and muscle tension and whatever else you might experience in your body when you know that you're just doing too much so there was also what I found difficult in not recording a podcast was I'd kind of committed 
a couple of years back to doing this podcast. Oh, that's another thing now. We've had like the second anniversary of the podcast, the second birthday for the podcast this month as well, because I started it in, yeah, 2021, March 2021, just after my injury anniversary. So, yeah, I can't even remember what I was just saying. <laughs> oh, what I was saying now. March anniversary, the podcast. Yeah, making a commitment to the listeners and to myself in being consistent because one of the things that I've come to learn is that through consistency you get results but then it's like okay you've observed that through consistency you get results but you also need to find balance there as well because you can't push yourself into burnout and I know the sort of tone of the podcasts at the beginning of the year were just very much an expression of where I was feeling and where I was at so I've really had to honour myself, which is something that I've often struggled with in terms of like putting myself first and my need first. But I feel like I come to do these podcasts to try to hopefully, you know, connect with women and hopefully inspire women through some of the stuff that I've been through and some of the things that I've learned. And I'm like, but are you keeping it 100? If you keep pushing yourself to burnout, are you practicing what you preach? And I didn't feel like I was being in true integrity with myself. Um, and in what I'm preaching, really, to you, how can I keep going and push myself and putting everybody else before myself when I'm trying to empower women to connect with their own power and their own needs and not and be ignoring my own? So it was a good exercise in saying, you know what? You are worthy of rest. You are worthy of not having to explain yourself. You're worthy of acting in the best interest for yourself at the time. So that's what I did. And I'm kind of proud of myself for doing that, even if it did feel a bit bad to just disappear off the face of the earth with regards to the pod, with regards to the podcast. So, yeah, are there any areas in your life where you feel like maybe you're not keeping it 100 for yourself? Are there any areas of your life where you could honour yourself a little bit better? Now, something else that came up over the last month or so was there was a situation in a group setting that I'm part of where we had a meeting. The meeting didn't play out as we expected. Some people felt a little bit of a way as a result of the meeting. And after that, there was a sense within me that something wasn't maybe as it should have been. And I felt like it was my duty to kind of speak up for that because something wasn't sitting right within me. And it's interesting how things that come up within us about our boundaries, what we expect for ourselves, what we would hope for in interactions with other people when they've been compromised and whether we are then gonna, whether we have enough value within ourselves to say, actually, I don't know if that was okay. Or are we sitting on feelings that are making us feel uncomfortable inside, but just not saying anything. So I think the first part of the year has been a really good exercise in honouring, yeah, honouring myself, honouring what is right for me and being unapologetic about that. 
So just the set casually collapsing <laughs> around me. So I think this episode is just a little bit of a getting back into the swing of it. Nothing too deep. There's quite a lot of things that I'm looking forward to sharing and thoughts that I've been having. And that's another thing is like, I was so tired. I was uninspired. And when I deliver the podcast, I like it to be from an inspired place. Usually it's from something that's happened in the past or some sort of reflections about what's going on now. But I felt like all I was doing (laughs) was like, it felt like I was doing a bit of moaning. I don't know if it translated that way, but I tried to be mindful of the energy that I'm putting out. Um, So yeah, again, it's finding the balance between being mindful about the energy that you're putting out, but also keeping it real as well. Because it's not, I think this is another thing, isn't it? With like social media and um, the stuff that we see is all so polished and it is all, everybody speaking from a place of, having it all sorted out, but I'm very much on the journey and it's continuing and it's evolving and we're all at our own point within our own journeys. So it's, um, I don't see there's any harm in being transparent about that. It has been a really good reminder though, over the last month of how, when you're in flow, everything feels easy. You know, things are flowing, things are going. It's easy to talk the talk when things are going as they should but when you start to feel depleted when there's outside circumstances that are coming in that are not supportive or complementary of your mission or what you're trying to achieve or where you're trying to be those are the times where you really get to learn about yourself and sometimes I think it's like when we're going through the discomfort it can feel disheartening because you're stuck in the feelings of the emotion of the moment but One of the biggest things that I've been doing since my spinal cord injury is asking those big questions when I'm in those feelings. It's like, what can I learn from this? What is this experience here teaching me about what I want more of and what I want less of? The discomfort for me starts to serve as an instrument for you to fine tune your experience. So if I'm feeling a bit mare and I'm feeling a bit tired, it's like, is there anything I can do in this moment to help me to feel more comfort, more more contentment, more joy. Sometimes joy feels a bit far-fetched if like you're in a really miserable situation, but it's what can I do to bring a bit more light into this situation? Sometimes the best thing you can do is, you know, go and take a lie down. That's another thing I've been doing. You know, I need a nap. My body's tired. I'm trying to operate on... Um, full steam like I used to before my injury but you know I can't live in denial of the fact that my body is not what it was before I'm still optimistic in you know the hope for healing but I have to deal with what I've got here and now so yeah I'm really tired am I going to sit here keep saying I'm tired or am I going to say you know what I need to go and take a nap and take a nap for example um when you're feeling big feelings and you've got things swimming around in your head, which again, I felt like, you know, on occasions over the last month or so, I was almost drowning in my thoughts and reflecting back and thinking over all of these things that have happened in my life. But then that has been really good journaling material. I love to be able to just, when you feel kind of pregnant with the weight of your thoughts 
I think it's really beautiful to be able to get a pen and some paper and sit down and just, you know, let that fall out of your head and on onto the paper. It's like the paper, in my experience, just holds so much and provides you with a little bit more space inside to let a little bit more light in instead of just feeling weighty under the burden of, of a lot of these thought processes. And sometimes, you know, you'll notice repeating things come up or patterns that have been, you know, swimming around in your life for a while. And the feelings of discomfort help you to bring a magnifying glass onto some of those areas and think, OK, so what is this about? What is the resistance here? What is why is this thing not letting up? What do I need to learn from this? And I think when you start asking those questions, it allows space for the answers to come through so you can start to find some solution within some of this discomfort and bring yourself a little bit more freedom um and yeah just thinking about what are those practices that you need to have so for me i have to not everybody has to do this with any of this stuff it's all about finding what is good for you what works for you what feels right for you and also being mindful that your practices, your, 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 the things that you do on a day-to-day basis, your habits, your practices can grow and evolve with you. What was good for me two years ago doesn't cut it now. So I deepen my practices and it's um, being flexible as well, but thinking about what are the things that I can do in the day to help me to feel the best that I can feel. So I know for me, I think I've mentioned it, see now, it's been so long since I've done a podcast, I'm probably just repeating what I've already said. But for me, it's about the time that I take with myself to just, yeah, to connect in to what's bubbling up on the surface, what's deep down within that needs bringing through, what are my creative urges, what is it that I want to express, what is it that I want to explore, And I know for me, when I'm in creation mode, I feel happy and content. So when I've dropped the little one off and for me, my routine only really runs on the days when she's at school, because when she's home, it's like we're all in together, sort of fully present. But after I've dropped her off, that is like my sacred time and space. I really do ring fence that time because for me, it's as important as any other part of my day. And my husband made a good point the other day. It's like my phone's always ringing. There always seems to be someone, you know, that wants an appointment or, uh, you know, something that's tugging on my energy. And my husband, he's quite ruthless, really, in protecting his boundaries. And that reminds me of where I can connect in more with my divine masculine aspects and assert those in the way that he does because we're all made up of both divine masculine and divine feminine. And I sit very strongly in my feminine, in all aspects of my being. And I've, I can clearly identify areas where I do need to assert myself more strongly. Um, but he was like, just because people can get hold of you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, doesn't mean that you need to respond to them. And I thought, you know what, that is true. Because with my can like my medical condition it means that I have to have a lot of calls and um just yeah there's been a lot of stuff that's been draining on me and I'm like yeah I don't need to answer their calls right now 
And nobody ever asks if it's a convenient time to talk because when I'm mobilising outside, I use crutches as well. So unless I've got my headphones in and if I'm with the little one, you know, people just go off into their spiel and I'm like, you know what, it's not actually, it's not a good time for me right now. So, um, yeah, my phone in the morning is on do not disturb until I've had that time to fill up my cup. In an ideal world, I'd love to be able to do it before the little one gets up. <gasps> oh, there's the phone, the irony. <clears throat> I forgot to put it on do not disturb, didn't I? I literally just manifested that, didn't I? Moaning about these calls and then one comes through. But um, that's my bad for not having my phone on do not disturb. Anyway, distractions over. Yeah, there's a lot of calls on our time and... In an ideal world, I would have all of my meditation and everything done before the little one gets up in the morning. But at the moment, I'm not dragging myself out of bed before she gets up. So we find a way that it works. But for me, having that time to come home and write, a lot of the time, the first part of the writing that I do is just if there's any sort of it's downloading the, the noise of the brain is what I like to do. Just get the busy brain out, write it all down you know, all the things that you need to do, because you can guarantee the minute I go to sit down and connect in and do my meditation is when I'm like, oh, I was supposed to send an invoice. Oh, I was supposed to send that. Oh, did we do this? Oh, did I do that? All the things that you're supposed to do start popping up. So for me, it's a really powerful tool to sit and just write all of those busy bits out. So then your head is clear. And even when then you do sit down, you might still have a couple more bits. So keep your notepad close so you can just get all of that stuff out. The the low vibe stuff of the day, the stuff that needs doing or whatever it is that isn't the stuff that sets your soul on fire. But, you know, trying to not forget it then ends up keeping it in your head even more. So write it all out. And then I will usually go into my meditation and I keep meaning, you know what, I need to do it record some guided meditations because I think you might find those enjoyable they're a big part of my practice is it depends on how I feel as to what the sort of meditation I'll do is but I'll do my meditation and then after that if anything profound comes up or whatever I'll just write out the results of my meditation when I say results yeah, just any key themes or anything that came through my meditation, I'll write that out. And then I like to use, I use oracle cards and tarot cards on a daily basis. So I tend to do a card pull for the week, which will give me a theme of what to expect from the week. And then I'll do a pull on a day-to-day -day basis. Depending, sometimes I feel like I just need to pull one card from one particular deck, or sometimes I'll pull a card from another. Sometimes I'll pull one from each. It just depends. I just follow what my inner guidance is telling me to do. And then I'll see what messages I'm getting from the cards. And then that helps me to, you know, have something else to write about or think about. And then once I've done that, that's when I can then get into the creative mode. So doing the writing I'm trying to start creating some more resources now for this her power project and the you know all the things that I've learned trying to consolidate it all and it's a lot it is a lot I still I saw something actually a couple of months back there was um content is queen had like a, a grant that they were giving for podcasters and uh, 
they've got a podcasting studio and um, they had a fund for creators. And the irony is, like, as much as I needed that fund, because I was like, oh, I'll be able to do so much with that, even finding the time and space um, to even apply for that. So this is the thing. It's like in life we we have our challenges. We work with very real difficulties. Different people have different levels of challenges, but it's about how can we make the most out of what we've got in the circumstances that we find ourselves in. And for me, that is the whole thing with this podcast is like, how can we meet ourselves where we're at and do the best that we can with that? So, yeah, I think this this episode has probably been just trying to get back into the swing of things. I know that once the correct juices start flowing again, there's more things that I want to share. Yes, there is more things that I want to share. I've just been, one of the things that I've been working on is this stages of self-healing that I've discovered along my journey, which is I've been putting a lot of work into bringing that together. So that's the five stages of self-healing. And I'm excited to share a little bit more about that with you, because I think you're going to find it really helpful to be able to think about where you are within your own self-healing journey. Um, I'll do another episode about that. There's been there's been things going on that, yeah, I'm just trying to integrate all these different aspects of me and really just be, you know, fully authentic and sometimes, you know, being congruent with myself, with my heart, what my desires are. I feel like I'm at an age and a stage of my life where I can't half step. I can't try to be something that someone else wants me to be. All I can be is 100% who I am. And I think that's the best thing that I've got to offer to the world is, is just me stepping into who I am and accepting that, you know, you might lose some people along the way. You're not always going to resonate with everybody. And the more we emerge in our truth, you come to discover that, you know, you're not for everybody and um, and that's OK, too. So with that, just a little reminder that I have got the website updated with a new version of the Manifest Your Perfect Day Planner. It's a little worksheet that I designed, which is basically the things that I use on a daily basis to help me get clear on the day ahead. I think when you close your day with intention, it helps you to step into the next day with expecting the best possible outcome for the day, really. And you, you go in nice and clear on that. So there's a free download on the website. I will link that in the show notes. You can um, you can get that in just exchange for your email address. I won't spam you. At the moment, I haven't even got the time or energy to even do, an, <laughs> do any email. So you definitely won't be getting any spam. Um, but yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy the template and if you did download it when it used to be on the curl squad website it has been slightly revised so you might want to go in and re-download it um what else is going on obviously please do come and find me on instagram at zoe.e.fox i've been stepping out my comfort zone a little bit and started to share just a you know just tiny little bits of my writing and my thoughts and even in doing that again it's like these i've had so much stuff written for such a long time and i haven't dared to share and the more you do step out and be like well yeah this is me these are my thoughts this is what I've been working on and it's for the people that it resonates with and for those that it doesn't then that's cool um 
because yeah not everything has to be for everyone but it's important for me to put it out there so that it does capture the hearts of the people that it's for and just a little bit of joy that came the other day was like big shout out to everybody that has been sharing my bits of you know little things of writing on instagram i was slightly gassed though on international women's day when i saw that jamelia the singer the artist um liked my post and reshared it and as a brummy girl who grew up with the sounds of jamelia that just brought me a little bit of joy i'm like see you put your words out and now big jamelia's out there sharing it so yeah um just big love to everybody that shares and um I'll be back next week. I'm just trying to think. Usually I've got some stuff that I say at the end, haven't I? Um, check out the website. I'll link everything up in the show notes. You can watch this on YouTube. You can listen to this here, Listen to this on your usual podcasting platforms. I feel rusty as anything today. And I hope this is recording. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to leave it there. I look forward to getting back to you next week. And if you've got any questions or anything that you want us to discuss on the podcast, then, yeah, I would love to love you to get in touch with me. You can email me at hello at zoefox.co.uk. Let's have a little bit of engagement. Let's shout some of you out. Um, and on that note, shout out to Hayley, Hayley, Aisha, Debbie, um, Z, <laughs> just shout out to everybody that listens and um, I'd love to shout you out by name. So do slide into the DMs and or into the inbox and let me know. And anyway, I'm going to leave it there because I do feel like this is a little bit like waffle, waffle now. Um, surrounded by endless amounts of stuff from my daughter's birthday. So, yeah, big love, peace out and I will catch you next week.